to see the dawn of the darkest day. Christ on the road to Calvary, tried by sinful men, torn and beaten then, nailed to a cross of wood. This the Happy Easter. Happy Easter. (laughs) (laughs) Just about. (laughs) All right. That's Cameron. Hi. I'm Michael. And we've gathered together to tell you that reality is not supposed to be what you make it. No, it's not. No, it just it's kind of supposed to just be a thing that it is what it is. Yeah. Now, quick housekeeping first before we dive in and and torment you with the the, uh, news of the week is, I know I said on Tuesday, Lou and I would be back on Wednesday, and we weren't. The minute I say we're going to do something, something happens, so... But Lou is the proud owner of a brand new, brand new grandchild. Yep, little boy. So that was Healthy why he boy. wasn't <laughs> able to be here yesterday for 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 you, the people. <laughs> we we can forgive him. So don't he's hold, a granddaddy again. So don't hold that against him. <laughs> so, with all of that out of the way, mm-hmm. are you ready? Mm-hmm. We have let Cameron out I'm of the mothballs. She has survived the grocery trip. Yes, so, and two extra stores today. Ooh. So yeah, I had a I had a lot of errands and adventurousness. Snazziness <laughs> ensues apparently. So it was a good day. Right, we have we have fun things today. Okay. Okay. Just because I wanted to have fun things today, so trying to have some of the lighter sides of everything that is going on. You'll have to let me know how I did when we're done. Are you ready? We're gonna go in descending order of seriousness. So I got the most serious stuff first and then the more fun stuff at the end. Okay. All right? Gotcha. Story number one. This is, I think, two weeks old at this point, but still worthwhile. All right. Ghislaine, I have no idea how to say this woman's name. Ghislaine, Jalea, whatever it is. Maxwell. The Maxwell chick. Cohort consort of Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, uh, okay. The, the Natasha to his Boris. <laughs> <laughs> the, the moose to his squirrel. Gotcha. Okay. Or is she the squirrel to his moose? It's moose and squirrel. 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 No, no, no. No, that's Mel Brooks. That's Mel Brooks. Okay. Yeah, you, you, you went to 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 whatever that is. Mel Brooks does. Fish naked. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> he went a little too much too far. But so, okay, right. so I guess so his lady friend. Gotcha. There you go. She okay. has managed to not kill herself yet in prison. So oh. we got that going for us that they haven't managed to execute. I mean, allow her to commit suicide. Okay. But you know. But, but we are redacting some of the testimony from her hearings and the information that is contained therein. So we're just, like, we're ignoring it or we're just taking no, no, no. it back? The government or? is getting the opportunity to redact it, which means they get to take a black magic marker and, and color <laughs> stuff out before they print it to the public. Oh, that's, right. that's still not For those good. of you who don't know, Jeffrey Epstein ran the Lolita Express, where a... a 
allegedly, at this mm-hmm. point, I don't even think we can say allegedly. I think this is just a thing that happened. Where allegedly, he, um, he was procuring underage girls for the rich, famous, and powerful of the world. Yeah. He's been linked to members of the British royal family, mm-hmm. to members of Hollywood, to multiple former presidents of the United States. Just, And she is apparently in on all of it. Gotcha. So she, they, he, he was. They were able to put him down. They have not been able to do this for her yet. So the, some of the details are coming out. Not all of them, but some of them. But they're not all going to come out. And my favorite thing is, like, are we surprised that a judge sat there and went, "Well, you know, we should probably let the government hide the juicy details before they, you know, we all end up in a prison cell or tarred and feathered or something." He's probably on the list. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked by Probably that at this point. Probably the judge who said we have we can no. hide some stuff, I, look, including I, his name. If you're going to do anyway. this, though, if yeah, you're going to do this, you have to come up with a reason. Yes. I mean, is she going to be like, are all these people going to try to kill her if they find no, out? No, no, no. Or This is my favorite this, part of the story because this, okay. this is the meat of it. All right. The judge said that the reason he's going to allow the testimony to be redacted before being released to the public is because, and I quote, it is too sensational and impure to be published. <laughs> really? It is whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? Really? So now the, now the government sense. is too... Oh, that's just scandalous. Yes. We just can't let the public know this. We are all Victorian yet. England now. <laughs> and yet, how old is this judge? Oh, I don't know. I don't even care. He must be like a foot Apparently in Apparently they found like the a one Amish judge. <laughs> Yes. In all the world. Oh, my It goodness. is too sensational and impure. I love this. The whole reason this people care about the story is because it is impure. sensational. Yeah, it's no, sensational. Well, the sensational part, it's too sensational to print. It's too juicy. Ooh. But my favorite, but that, that that's bad enough. That's just garbage. Uh-huh. Like I that, agree. That's, um, that's just, I don't, I can't say what that is. But it's too <laughs> impure. Okay. We are talking about the impurity of this testimony in a country who for multiple weeks last year had WAP as the number one song in the country. Exactly. And they just did something on stage on live TV as well with that song, didn't uh, you, they? I was trying to forget that, that actually Sorry, occurred. Sorry, it did. And the big controversy yesterday was that some rapper has a song out where he gives Satan a lap dance. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Okay, so this is too impure, but that's not. Yeah, that's okay to have on MTV. Do they His still name's have, in do the they list. still have stuff on like that on MTV? I don't even know if MTV. I don't know. I don't, anyway. I, they used to play music in videos. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they do now. <laughs> I don't know what they do now. I have aged out of the MTV bracket. I Thank think. Thank goodness, yeah. ain't nothing good so, on it anyway. Yeah. So, so that can yeah. go on on YouTube. I know it's on YouTube. Yeah. That can happen there. But testimony as to how these poor girls were assaulted, trafficked, imprisoned, and enslaved and abused, that's too impure for our, our delicate ears. <laughs> I still think his name's on the list. Aren't you so glad to... <laughs> now, you might be asking, all right. That's just crazy. I think, I think the challenge every week is I, mean, people, I don't want to hear it, mind you. I have no, no desire I don't to hear either, it. No, I either, but... But to, to make a... But that's not a good reason. No, it's not. When it comes to crimes like this, I actually want all the gory details because an immoral society, which is what we live in. Yes, we do. An immoral society, a pagan world. Say, you knew I was going to get that back in there. You just knew it was coming. (laughs) They need to be confronted with the gory, juicy details of all of their iniquity because it is the only thing short of the work of the Holy Spirit that has the potential to actually smack them upside the head and shake them out of their malaise. Exactly, or at least get them thinking. Short of of revival, horror is the only thing that will potentially 
mm-hmm. get this world to think for a second. So that's the first part of this because I was just I was going to say I wonder if it's like a, people realize the challenge each week of not just looking at these stories but then thinking through all right how do we actually talk about something positive and uplifting you know positive encouraging and I better stop before I you know I mean copyright yes and I heard a uh, um advertisement for a, a Jesus movie that's coming out that they were promoting or whatever mm-hmm. and in the the thing it said Jesus heaven you don't his miracles his his compassion, his whatever, all the stuff. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the thing is, everything Jesus does points to love. And I just yelled at in the car, it points to God. <laughs> You're wrong. But God is love, Cameron. He's also just. <laughs> He's more than just love. He ain't some big, fuzzy Valentine heart. People. Jesus Come on. loves me, this I know, for the K love tells me so. <laughs> <laughs> Don't smack your microphone. <laughs> Sorry. They yeah. heard that. I know. I'm sorry. They, those that are not us. Those that are listening. Yeah, Woo. those poor people. I'm sorry. Reminds me of Bugs Bunny <laughs> looking at going, they're watching you. People are watching you. So <laughs> Or listening to you. <laughs> how do Again, because the goal of everything we're doing here is to apply theology to yes. the world. What is the importance of this? You know what I want to ask? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Without knowing a thing about this judge. Don't care. Everybody yeah. who just repeated the story, you know, carte blanche, and then it just went away. Like, the story went away. I thought there'd be, like, 18 more things about it. It was just gone. What's impure? Mm. About whose standard are we talking about purity? Yeah. And, and why, pray tell, is my government the arbiter of purity? Not your job, government. Nope. Not yours, Judge. Not your job. Nope. Wasn't this the argument... Of that, the paganism of the last 30 years okay. is get the government out of my bedroom. Uh-huh. Keep your morals off of my body. Who was it? It wasn't Hugh Hefner, but it was the guy before him who was doing all the newspapers before Playboy. Oh, got Larry re- Flint. Yeah, Larry Flint. The people versus Larry Flint. That was what he was fussing about is how dare you decide what is pure and impure for well, me. And, and, and now he, we've gone full circle. And he won that lawsuit against won. Jerry Falwell of the Supreme Court. He actually yeah. won that case. And, and as a Christian, he should have. Yes, he has the right. Because Jerry Falwell wasn't going after him because he was genuinely defamed. Jerry Falwell was going after him because how dare that evil, wicked pornographer go after me, one of the pillars of the moral majority, Christian right. It was Jerry Falwell, um, what's the light bulb head-shaped guy? Uh, Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson, yeah. I don't say that to be insulting. He legit, his head is legitimately shaped like a light bulb. Okay, I, I, I'm not, I don't have yeah. ill will towards the man, but it was Jerry Falwell, Pat, Pat Robertson, Robertson, and. Um, I guess James Dobson would be the next big in on that list. I think so. I don't. And know he for was sure. the closest thing we had to anybody who held orthodoxy for any length of time. Yeah. I mean, Pat Robertson is not exactly evil, but he's not exactly you know the. He's a little par- wishy-washy. He's not exactly the paragon of Christian fundamentalism as far as doctrine yeah. would be concerned. But no, Larry yeah. Flint was right in that case, which yeah. just it hurts sounds me. awful. It hurts to say. me to say that. <laughs> it really does. But you don't want. But to at the same stop- token, that was the whole point. And as yeah. a Christian, you know what? I want that freedom. I want the neutral ground of society. Yes. I want society to be as neutral as possible. I don't want the government having that stake because I want to go into the public sphere with my Bible, with my standards, and I want to unleash the sword that is the word and turn mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit loose on these people and let him do that work. I don't want the government helping me because what is government good at besides Nothing. making a mess? 
I'm waiting. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is why, what do I want my government to do? I want my government to protect my rights because yes. that's what they do really well. Yeah. When they see the evildoer, they punish them. They make a mess of him because mm-hmm. that's what they do the best. They make a mess of things. Mm-hmm. So when a foreign country tries to do bad things to my country, I want my government to go make a mess of them. Yes. When bad people try to do bad things to my business, I want the government to make a mess of them. That's what you do. You make a mess of things. Exactly. Don't touch my morals because you know what you're going to do? Mess them up. You're going to make a mess of them. Yes, you are. And that's why this is a laughable standard. We we don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow my own advice and not impart a motive here. Yeah. We don't know why the judge has done this. I can guess pretty well that none of the possible reasons are any good. Like, none of them are good. Yeah. Like, there's 18 things I can come up with, and none of them are good. Mm-mm. And it's laughable because when the government tries to hide things or when the government tries to instill itself into you, it does it ham-fistedly. And this yeah. is an example. Oh, we have to allow the state's attorney to redact this. Why? Well, it's just too sensational and impure. Dude, have you had, did you watch the Grammys? Yeah. It's, it's too impure. You've lost your ever-loving minds. I, exactly. I, I need a button. I've decided in life I want the R.C. Sproul button because mm-hmm. R.C. Sproul was at a conference. I don't even know where he was, but somebody asked him an inane question, and his answer was, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you asking such a dumb question? Really? I want a button. Yeah. Remember, remember they had those, that, the, that was easy buttons That was Staples? easy button. Yeah. I remember that. I, I want the RC Sproul button, and I uh-huh. want to just be able to hit and go, what is wrong with you people? Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought you would appreciate that. Christian, when they get involved in your morality, tell the government to sit down and shut up. They have overstepped their bounds. Yeah, you, they don't get the right to no. do this. God does, and he has yes, revealed he it in his world, in his word. So when, you, when the worldly powers come and say, that's not moral— Tell them politely to, you know, go do their job. Go mess something else up because they're not allowed to touch this one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Story (laughs) number two. Okay. Asians are white supremacists. Asians are white supremacists? Yes. I'm guessing because they have high standards for how you're supposed to act and do no, behave. No, 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 no. no this is, this I have is, no idea This why. is the San Francisco school board. Oh, a San, okay, well, it's yeah. out of California, so there we See, go. here's what's hysterical about this. All right. Because this story is also a couple weeks old. This is this comes out a couple of weeks before the outbreak of violence against the Asian American community that's been going on around this country. Oh, okay. So this predates all of that. So somebody said this, and they have to show that it's not true, so we're going to start beating up on them? No, they're <laughs> just trying to blame everything on white supremacists. Gotcha. Okay. What the San Francisco School Board is doing is, I think it's the Lowell School in San Francisco, mm-hmm. one of those high-achieving magnet charter Okay, a magnet charter, things. gotcha. Yeah. yeah. You actually have to apply to get in. and, and They can discriminate and not let you in because you're not smart enough. Well, gotcha. they looked at the numbers and went, man, the school's racist. And we know it's racist because there's basically no minorities in it. The school's like 60% Asian. Asians are, (laughs) uh, in in the U.S. population, they are a minority. Not when it comes to critical theory and intersectionality. When they say that the school is racist because there aren't enough minorities, what they're really saying is the school is racist because there aren't enough African-American kids. There aren't yeah. enough black kids in the school. Not enough black kids. And I have to make that distinction because I guarantee if there were a bunch of Jamaican kids in the school, they'd still say it was racist because they wouldn't be the right kind of black. I, I agree. I, I, honest, I honestly believe that they, I, that's, that's what they That's the say. way the world looks so, now. The, so this was pointed out. Like, the school is 
predominantly Asian because I got news for you. Um, the, our country, the United States, is such a hotbed of systemic racism and white supremacy. I can prove it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what demographic group has the highest household income? Mm. Yes, I do. Excuse me, I was drinking um, my tea. Alcoholic. Uh, my tea, I said my tea. I, I, mm-hmm. anyway. Um, yes, it is actually, I believe, the Asian... It is Asian Americans. Asian Americans. Yes. They're, they're a majority of our... Yeah. Majority they have, of our they, they have the and, highest per capita household income. Yes. Would you like to know who's second? Because um, it's not white people. I'm trying to think what it would be. Yeah, I know I've been going to the doctor here a lot lately for allergies and all these testings <laughs> and such. Not um, Indian? That would be correct. Uh-huh. We are so racist and white supremacist that Asians and Indians make the most money in this country. <laughs> I uh, almost got it out with a straight face. But I tried. You almost did. But this, yeah. is, but this is the stupidity of this worldview. Yes, is it, it well, there's is. not enough minority representation. Dude, the school's majority Asian. Well, they don't count. What do you mean they don't count? Again, everybody, if you were a kid in this country, well, up until about 15 years ago, if you didn't know a single thing about Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. what one thing that he said did you know? Oh, that we would not be judged by our skin color. That's the that like every and that is news, what they're all doing. Every now. news montage since I was before I could read or understand this yeah. world. It's Martin Luther King standing out there in Washington D.C. in black and white on the television. I have a dream, and I have a dream that one day. My little girl will grow up in a country she will not be judged by the color of her skin, but by the content, content of, of her, her character. character. And now we're doing the exact this school, opposite. This school has more Asian students than anything else because in that school district, Asian students are higher achieving on average than everybody else. Harvard did this several years ago. Harvard has actively, for over 20 years, discriminated against Asian students yeah. because if they didn't, and they just went based off their own admission standards, Harvard would only be an Asian school. <laughs> there yeah, would be nothing I'm, but Asian kids and, po- and politicians' sons. I remember that. Well, that's because they get paid to get in there. But well, yes, yeah. I remember. I remember reading or hearing about yeah, that. It would, it would, so they have to actively, and it's not just Harvard. They just got caught. Many schools do this because if they just went by their admission standards, they would predominantly be Asian students or yes. students of Asian descent, as maybe yeah. I just say. Most of them are American kids who just their parents came from someplace else or their grandparents came yeah, from their someplace else. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're born American. They're I, American I, citizens. I get this because I said when you go back through my grandparents, of my four grandparents, only one of them had parents born in this country. Yeah. So I don't parent, have a huge history in this country. No, you don't. My great grandparents on three of the four sides there, mm-hmm. sides, angles, yeah, you know, sides, family sides, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> of the three grandparents, of the four grandparents, three of them were first generation born in this country. Two sets were off the boat from Ireland, mm-hmm. one was off the boat from Italy. Yeah. The only part of my family that was here, any farther, any farther past that was the English side. And they're from Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this is, yeah. this is insanity. So when I, when I say Asian Americans, I don't like, you know, Asian immigrant kids. I just no, mean yeah. just kids they're who are Asian descent. Asian so descent. Born and raised in America. The cultural values. Yes. The high achieving standards. That's important in that community. I it wish is. it was important in, in every, every community, community in this country and because until it is, we, would be, not we would be. all be better off. I point this yes. out, though, because biblically, what would we say to this? Well, we would say things like the worker is worth his wages. Uh-huh. You, you know, work hard. You get your reward for working hard. You're, you study. You do well. You take your job of learning seriously. 
And that's what happens. You're rewarded with being able to do these grander things in life. And this is why if you drive through, you want to talk about cultural uh, implication of this. Go for fun and drive through the southeastern United States. And just for giggles, like not in like, and I mean outside of Atlanta, Charlotte, Birmingham, Montgomery. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I mean, get to, get out of Raleigh, North Carolina. Get get to the places that surround those areas. Yeah. The suburbs and the little the areas. Yeah, the, the major counties. And go to every chain hotel that you can find. Mm-hmm. And you know what you'll find out? They're all owned by Indians. Mm-hmm. All of them. All now, have I ever stayed in one of those? I worked in one yeah. for years. Have I ever I stayed in one. one of these hotels and be like, oh, I can't believe this hotel's owned by Indians. The Indians own everything. No, I no. go, man. It's clean. These these families it's have nice. figured out, and yes. in eastern North Carolina especially, it's like two or three families own every hotel from like east of Raleigh to the coast. Yes. Uh-huh. And what they figured out is they came in, they invested, and when a property came up for sale, they pulled everything together and they bought it. And in some towns, they hold them, those families hold a monopoly. If you stay at a hotel in that town, you're staying at one of that yeah. family's hotels. And it, you know what? God bless them. Yes. They have worked their tails off. Literally and figuratively, and they have carved out a niche of success for themselves in this country. God bless them. That's what this country was supposed to be about. Why? Because it was based on Christian principles. Your family mm-hmm. doesn't starve to death in Israel. Why? Because God allotted you a land in the in the place he gave you, and you did what? You, you, took, care you took care of it. If you didn't take care of it, you had to sell it. Yeah, to, in order to... to and ma- then in 50 years at Jubilee... Yes. It'll go back to your family in the hopes that that generation will have we'll learned learn. from your malfeasance, uh-huh. and they'll and we'll turn around better. and take care of it better. Exactly, and that's the way it should be. <clears throat> There's, you know, John Calvin not. and the Genevans and the Swiss, they borrowed these principles and created the idea of capitalism, hereto unknown uh-huh. in the world, based on the Christian concept of things like the worker is worthy of his wages. Do not muzzle the ox while he is threshing. That mm-hmm. if you produce, you should be rewarded. Why? Because God rewards. He rewards faithfulness. The faithfulness and the and the, and the, the diligence. Uh-huh. So this is, again, a world, a world void of God, a pagan society, can't reward effort and hard work. They look no. at it and they go... Well, this school is 80% Asian, and I answer, so So what? what? Well, I don't like that. Why? Well, because we need more black kids. Well, then you need to find black kids who are going to study and work hard and meet the standards. And they are out there. And outperform the Asian kids that are getting in. I went through this as a baseball coach. I don't want the other team to stink. Uh -uh. I want my kids to be better than they are. And I want my kids to work their tail off so that we... Beat them. Yes, fair and square. We beat them working hard at it. And there are, mind you, it's not the whole world is. There was nothing more aggravating because there were a couple teams. There were a couple teams in our conference, you remember these that they had maybe one or two kids that could throw a strike. And if we started hitting those kids around and that kid was wore out, they would bring kids in. It's like it's a walk party. You can't throw a strike. And we'd we'd sit there for ten and we'd sit there for ten minutes while this kid walked eight guys in a row while we're trying to figure out, okay, how do we do this? Can he get a strike across? And it's miserable because it's like I want to beat them. Mm-hmm. I want to beat them by mercy rule. I want to I want to score 20 runs and give up nothing. But I want to do it while you're throwing the ball across the plate. We're hitting the ball and we're running the bases and doing things properly. I don't want to stand here and, and realize that you can't defend yourself. No, it's it's not fair competition. It's heartbreaking yeah. on the ones so who are I having don't to play that way. Because, but because I'm attacking this from a Christian mindset, I have that worldview. Yes. A pagan worldview goes, who cares? Who cares? Beat them. 
I don't care how you did it, you beat them. Yeah, you won. And so we created the quotas, and now we've got more black kids, more white kids, more, you know, more more Canadian kids. I don't care what it is. We've got more of whatever, but we got less Asian kids. Why? Because we need that. No, we don't. We need the best and the brightest going to the best and the brightest so that they will do things that the best best and and the the brightest brightest do. I agree. So they will be the high high achievers of society. Yes, exactly. That, that so in an, is in an effort to be. to be not racist, we are being racist. racist. And the world doesn't get it because their reality is warped. Why is their reality warped? Because their minds are warped because mm-hmm. they have not started with God. Christian, again, and this is shameless plug alert. If you want to figure out how to, how to start with God, go back and listen to the Worldview Foundations episodes. They're short, simple, to the point, getting you to think through Scripture and how do I apply, how do I apply the truths of Scripture to my life and to my worldview so that I'm thinking biblically in an unbiblical pagan world. Mm-hmm. All right. Shameless plug over. Are you ready for the best story of the day? The best story of the yes, day. Yes, this is, this is my favorite. Okay. You know, we all died in quarantine last year. Oh, I haven't caught that memo yet. I yeah. guess I've been You're too dead. Busy. You just don't know yet. Yeah, I've been too yeah. busy being whatever I'm doing. <laughs> dead. Dead, 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 dead. Stone dead, as Monty Python once said about the parrot. All right. During lockdown, this uh-huh. is awesome. You're going to love this. There's numbers involved, so you ready? Uh-oh. All right. Okay. 42% of Americans gained weight during lockdown. Okay. All right. All right. I got you. Of that 42% that gained weight, Mm -hmm. they gained an average of 29 pounds. Oh, wow. 30 pounds just about. In eight, nine months. In eight or nine months. And that's assuming you were completely locked down for the entirety of the year. Most people were not. Were not. No, they were not. That's a lot. That's that's more than the freshman 15. That's the COVID-19. 42% <laughs> of people gained an average of 29 pounds. Y'all, it's COVID-19, not COVID-29. <laughs> well, well, what was hysterical about that is a large portion of the population lost weight. Okay. Like they were just so depressed and sitting they at home doing eat. nothing they didn't eat. Yeah, there were there were groups they, of the, there were groups of people that lost 15, 20 pounds. Just oh my goodness. doing nothing. But I I forty two percent of Americans gained weight during quarantine and on average they gained twenty nine pounds. We are a broken people. Wow. We this sat is- at home and watched Tiger King and ate Doritos. <laughs> you forgot Tiger King was a thing. I didn't forgot you? about Tiger King. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, I that's did. what I we did. About him. We sat at home, watched Tiger King, <laughs> ate Doritos, waited, and drank alcohol, and yeah, and, and, became, and apparently the vast majority of the population became alcoholics. <laughs> yes. If you want to see a laugh, just drive through a town. There is nobody at any <laughs> store. day. There was nobody at any store but two. I'm never going to uh-huh. be able to understand these two things. Except everybody and their uncle is either at the liquor store uh-huh. or Menards. Yes, which I know was that. A, it's a it's, it's a, like home a, Lowe's, a, a home improvement, improvement store. Yeah, uh, yeah. everybody's yeah. either at the home improvement warehouse or the liquor store. Yes, exactly. Home improvement sales went through the roof. You couldn't buy a stick of lumber. I mean, you couldn't buy a, a one can't. a one by four, a two by four, a eight by four. You couldn't buy anything. I mean, my my parents tried because they add onto their deck, which Daddy had already planned on doing that anyway. But when they went to buy the wood, they had to go almost two. Uh, 45 minutes into Virginia, and they live in North Carolina, in order to find a lumber yard that had enough lumber for them to build. He's like, now what are these people building? Because you got to have I don't know. Well, apparently permits. not much because they're gaining weight hand over fist, so it's not like they're working real hard at it. <laughs> they're now, reinforcing the swords. You may be asking yourself and saying, yeah, really? 
Sorry. They build liquor cabinets. <laughs> Sorry. You're a terrible person. <laughs> I would tell you to go to the repentance corner, but you're already sitting in the corner. So <laughs> I just need a hat. There you go. You're already wearing a hat. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> Can't take you anywhere. This is why we don't let you out of the house more often. See? Yeah, now right. you know why. <laughs> now, you may... Oh, we got a snort out of her. <laughs> sorry. I would continue on, but... <laughs> We've lost Cameron. She's gone. Just give me a second. <laughs> One Mississippi. Time's up. Okay, you back? Okay, yeah, rough a moment. You may we'll be see. asking yourself, self, okay. how is this applicable theologically? I'm so glad you asked. Yes. <laughs> All right, the disclaimer. Gaining weight does not mean you are sinning. No. Okay. No. Just because you gained weight doesn't mean you are in sin. No, there are lots of reasons why people gain okay. weight. Lots of reasons. Gaining unhealthy weight does not necessarily mean you are in sin. No, it does not. So Again, understand that reasons. disclaimer before I say what I'm going to say next. This is the worst stewardship I've ever seen. Yeah. I, I mean, you knew... Look, again, if you you can tell from the YouTube videos that it doesn't look like I work out. <laughs> <laughs> but I have spent the better part of my life going to a gym regularly. Uh-huh. The, re- the reason why I'm not in fantabulous shape is because for the most of my life, I eat like garbage. My, my diet ranges from somewhat healthy to uncontrolled toddler in <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. And I've acknowledged that. You and did. when I do a good job for months at a time of keeping my diet well, I get in decent shape. And then when I splurge at Christmas time, it, it lasts back up and I, and I have to work on it. So yes. that, that's not the point of this. The, 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 I tell you that story to tell you this story. When March hit and everything shut down, mm-hmm. our gym shut down. Yeah, they did. I took up jogging. Yes, I did too. I lost 20 pounds. Yeah. Over the summer. I didn't. But well, you did. I'm sorry. I kind of maintained. <laughs> It can be done. And the mm-hmm. reason I did that was because I recognized that if I'm going to have the eating habits that I currently have and yes. I'm going to continue them, I'm going to need to supplement my gym going in order to make sure I don't become 300 pounds of yeah. rolling around. So, unhealthy weight. Yeah, yeah, very unhealthy weight. Not able weight. to do what you I need mean, to if do. I mean, if I was seven feet tall, I could be 300 pounds. Nobody would care. I'm yeah. not. I'm 5'6". Yeah, that's Yeah, 300 pounds would not, be, would not be sexy on me. That would not end well. Maybe. So... Yeah, you have a responsibility to your health. Now, again, if you are overweight, I am not calling you a bad person. I'm not telling you you're evil. Mm -hmm. I am telling you, though, that what you should do at some point is sit down and evaluate the stewardship of the body God has given you and the resources that he has provided to you for your life. You may not like the answers you come up with. That's not my fault, Mm -mm. and that's not God's fault. Mm -mm. You may... Come to grips with your answers and be okay. You know what? I'm okay with that, and you should be too then. But you should ask the questions. And if the simple fact that we just said, hey, stay home, and we were like, sweet, party time, kegger, 30 pounds. Yeah. And again, 42% of Americans gained weight. That's a lot. That's a lot. In a pie chart, that's over a third of the pie. I mean. (laughs) Don't talk about the pie with these people. (laughs) Food. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Yeah, okay, no. in a bar graph, like a Snickers bar graph, you would eat a Snickers bar <laughs> or the alcoholic bar because this there group of people. Now, yeah. again, we're laughing it's, about all this because, again, it's, 
the two stores that were open. Well, yes. not that, it's not that there were the two open. stores that were open, but the they two the stores that packed. everybody and their uncle went to were home improvement and, and alcohol. alcohol. Yes. So our answer was, what does that tell me about my life? If the two most important stops I can make now that I have to actually be at home with my family and other people, if my two most important things are home improvement and liquor. So I don't like where I'm living, so now since I can't do anything, I'm going to make it like I want And I don't it. like everybody around and me, I so I'm like going to alter my me. mental state so I don't have to actually deal with it. Yes. What am I revealing about my life? Am I satisfied with my life or am I dissatisfied with my life? You are dissatisfied. It's Welcome to the Christian worldview. You are not content with where God has placed you, with the things that he has given you, and the proof of that is not just those two things, but the stewardship you demonstrate over your body. Again, mm-hmm. if you are out of shape, you are not evil. If you yeah. are in shape, you are not more godly. But can you, you, you can? justify who yes. you are and what you're doing with how you're living in Christ? These things yes. matter. They do. They do immensely. Yes. So Think through, because the pagan world is, is is not content, not even a little bit. Uh-uh. When you tell them, look, you need to stay home for three. <laughs> and remember, these liquor sales started to spike, and we were staying, staying home for six weeks to start with. It was two weeks, and then it was a month. Yeah. So in six weeks, everybody's like, I can't deal with these people. That was, yeah. Like, these are your people. They're yeah. your spouse, your children, your family. And you're like, we got to redo the house, and I've got to be schnockered to do it. Yeah, I this hate is, to see what some of these houses look like now. Well, now you know why they're still full <laughs> they, and why you can't buy any lumbers because they sobered up and went, what did we do and why did we do it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, again, though, as Christians, we're content to be at peace. We're, con- we're, we're called to be at peace. Yes. We're called to be content people. We're also called to steward. We're called to disciple and we're called to walk, which means when we see these things— mm-hmm. We've got to be willing to say, guys, there's a problem here. Yes, we sh- we shouldn't problem. be gaining weight hand over fish just because we stayed home for a couple of weeks. No. We shouldn't be losing weight like some people were for stress no. hand over fist because no. we've been forced to stay home. Because we should be able to deal with this world. And if we can't deal with this world, then what's our anchor? What's our foundation? And Christian, I know yours is solid, but your neighbor's isn't. Mm-mm. Their neighbors isn't, and the people you pass by in the street, and the people you walk past in the grocery store, their foundation isn't solid either. Find them, figure yes. out a way to talk to them, encourage them in godliness, and explain why you're able to stand when they are so easily falling. This yep. stuff matters because, as funny as this may be, these people are broken. Yeah, it's sad. Funny. They it's have not- rejected reality. They have forsaken the truth and are walking mm-hmm. in a lie, and that's not going to end well. No, no, it's not. I mean, discontent is something the Christians should not struggle with, really. And unfortunately, that's what we do. We compare ourselves to the world. We compare ourselves. And we come out okay because we like that comparison, never minding the fact that our disciplines are supposed to be compared to holiness and the holy standard that is God. And when we are stuck at home and suddenly we're comparing ourselves to what we know as opposed to the world we've been around and been in, now we can't compare ourselves to the world anymore. We're comparing ourselves to ourselves and They're not a means of comparison. They're a means of work for the kingdom. Yes, exactly. What have we learned here today, children? Corrupt power always thinks it knows what's best. Yep. Corrupt power will lie right in the open. Mm-hmm. Discipline is a lost art. Yes, <laughs> it is. Questions, it is. comments, complaints. Send them to info at practicaltheologyministries.com. You can send stories you'd like us to comment on, things you'd like us to talk about. We'd be glad to receive them, glad to do whatever we can with them. Uh, you can go to the website, practicaltheologyministries.com, see all the links, all the resources, books, reading plans, all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, I will be back, hopefully, <coughs> 
Tuesday to continue the Worldview Foundations. Hopefully Lou's family will be doing well and everyone's still cruising along and he'll be back. And we will keep on going. So until we meet again, read your Bible and do you good. Bye. Bye.